The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The wonderful Football Wednesday edition of You Better Event rolls on. Nick and Ken, and you. And our guest, Rob Mazzola, will join us in just a second here on the BetQL Network. Uh, great to be on Satellite Radio as we are in week one of the Satellite Radio era of the show, Sirius 217 XM 205. Also broadcast for the next two hours today and every weekday, our friends over at Stadium. Watch Stadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo TV, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. So if you're watching us on Stadium, we really appreciate it. We have a lot of great football betting content coming your way over the next two hours of the show. Rob Pozzola, Pro Sports Matter, will join us in just a moment. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger, 20 minutes from now. Our good friend Will Brinson on a hashtag Will Wednesday from CBS Sports. Will joins us in 40 minutes. Tim Brando, uh, Fox Sports play-by-play man for college football like legends in the space. Tim Brando joins us in an hour. Eric Eager, one of the smartest guys out there in the football betting space, joins us next hour from Super Sports, giving us his bets for Week 5 in the National Football League. Lockman still to come, how to bet the Big Ten West in college football, and we'll, uh, we'll sweat some baseball games. Texas a one nothing lead right now over Tampa. Should be more, but we'll take it for hashtag our Texas Rangers right now. Up one nothing. And Adolis and Adolis Garcia solo home run off Zach Eflin. Rangers up one nothing right now in the top of the fourth. Uh let's get the uh our five phenomenal guests kicked off right now. Batting leadoff. Our good friend, Pro Sports Better, the great Rob Pizzola. Rob is on Twitter, at Rob Pizzola. Uh, Rob Sports Betting Content Company, The Hammer, is on Twitter, at The Hammer HQ. Uh, a lot of people from The Hammer come on our show. They support us. Please support them, at The Hammer HQ on Twitter. And Rob Sports Betting Podcast is Circles Off, and we encourage everybody to check it out. My friend, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, uh, happy week five in the NFL. 
Thanks, guys. Also, uh, sweating the Blue Jays coming up in about Hour here as well. I love postseason baseball. I mean, it's hard to 162 games over the course of the year, but you get to postseason baseball and like just every pitch, every at bat is so important. So a lot, of, lot going on this week. A lot to be excited about as a sports fan. Rob, maybe in just like a few seconds here before we do NFL, I think people are going to hear you say that and know that you're a professional better who bets a lot of money on NFL and NHL and other sports and be like, you got got any bets like what are you what are you sweating today do you you have anything kind of in the pending wagers for today in postseason baseball i do let me just make like give the caveat that listen i i make the vast majority of my bets with the expectation of winning in the long run but i do have a part of me that sometimes just wants to bet a game for an additional sweat i did bet the toronto blue jays today uh roughly around plus 130 purely like the homer bet convincing myself that you know jose barrios revenge spot against the old team and whatever like that's where i'm at right now with the baseball postseason Uh, i try to do what i can for the most part to deliver valuable bets to people but this certainly isn't one that people should tail uh it's just it's just what i've bet because i'm a homer Great. Well, uh, well jo- join us for the power hour, the final hour of the show, where I will give out the Arizona Diamondbacks because I think they're going to the World Series, and there you have it. There's my rationale. So from the producers that brought you, Rob's homer bet on Toronto will bring you our baseball bets coming up later in the show. Rob, let- let's get to the National Football League here in week number five, and let's start with your thoughts on Thursday night football with the Commanders hosting the Chicago Bears. Washington right now about a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. Total sitting at about 44-and-a-half. Any bets for you, side and total, Washington and Chicago. Yeah, certainly. I, I like the total in this game. It's actually been bet down. That surprises me a little bit. Uh, I've kind of been on the Bears over train dating back to like midway through last year, and we're not going to stop now. Uh, Jaquan Brisker injured now. The, the secondary for the Bears is an absolute disaster. Like it was already horrendous to begin with when they're at full health. And now they just have everyone on the injury report in some capacity. I do think Washington is going to be able to move the ball. It's whether or not the Bears can score enough points. Now, these teams met up last year in one of the worst football games that I think anyone has ever witnessed. It's been talked about a lot. It was a 12-7 to final score. If you recall, the Bears actually moved the ball pretty well in that game. They had an interception in the end zone. They had two fourth downs that were stopped in Washington territory in the red zone as well. Justin Fields last week turned more into the Justin Fields of old. Not great, but definitely better when he's using his legs rather than sitting back there as a pocket passer. I just don't think you can put Bears totals in like the low to mid 40s right now with the state of their defense and the fact that they do play better when when Justin Fields is scrambling and moving the ball like that. So uh, I like the over in this game. You might want to just hold out, though, honestly, the different, you know, if you lose 44 and a half and it goes to 45, it's not too bad. If it does go down to 44 and it's only been under money so far this week, you then capitalize on a key number. But either way, I find value in the number where it's at in market right now. Rob, another total that uh, we should definitely talk about as, uh, as the Rangers go up 4 nothing on the Rays two-run home run, Evan Carter, who who might be awesome. And the Rangers might be really good. We'll see as our, our crew, crew celebrates that 4 nothing Rangers uh, as we Big go to the bottom Bruce of the fourth. Bochy. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Nick, Nick was on this from it only took a half a game for Nick to realize who was going to the World Series. It's like a remarkable trait that he has of, of figuring out, but whatever, it worked. And I bet them today and they're winning, which is great. Uh, another total, Rob, and you mentioned all under money so far. That's been true in Giants Dolphins also in terms of the movement on the total. Open like 50 51. Now we're under 50, like 48 and a half. Maybe part of that is that seems unlikely. I think that Saquon Barkley is going to play, even though he's like limited practicing. Doesn't sound great. 
we also all watched the Giants offensive line on Monday Night Football. That wasn't great either. Uh, Dolphins favored by 11 or 11 and a half, depending on where you go, 48 and a half the total. What are we looking at here? Yeah, the market shift towards the under has created value on the over for me in this game. And Miami is just a, a pure, like, dead nut over team, in my opinion. They just play very fast plays, lots of explosive plays, which I think against this Giants defense has really been necessary for the entire year. Miami's floor in this game is mid-20s, but they're very likely to score in the thin my here. It's a matter of whether or not the Giants can match that. And the Giants looked awful on Monday night, right? You know, the 11 sacks, offensive line couldn't hold up. But Miami's defense isn't anything to write home about here either. And they allowed teams to move up and down the field for the most part. Even the game that they blew out Denver, they win by 50 points. Denver only scores 20. Denver had a lot of trips into the red zone in that game that stalled because they had to go for it on fourth downs to keep up. I think this is a little bit low. I expected this number to be in the 50s. Uh, I like this as an overplay. Alternatively, I don't really give these out all too often, but Miami first half team total uh, is listed at like 15 and a half in a lot of markets right now, juiced over minus 125. I like that as well. Miami's been getting out to a lot of hot starts. They scheme wide receivers wide open. They've been able to do this even against good defenses. I don't see why that's going to change uh, with the way that Frank Smith and Mike McDaniel have been calling these games. So you could play that alternatively, but I do like the, the game over here. Uh, Rob, do me a favor. Just refresh your uh, the, like the channel that you're in right now with VMix and keep your phone on you. The connection's a little screwy here, so in case we need to drop the video connection, we'll just give you a call on your cell phone. Um, and in the meantime, I'll set up the next game here. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a wonderful football Wednesday. Talking week five in the National Football League with our good friend, pro sports better Rob Bazola. Rob on Twitter, at Rob Bazola. Rob back with us right now. Rob, let's go to the AFC North and talk the Ravens and the Steelers here, where it looks like Kenny Pickett's at least going to try to give it a go in this game. Now a four-point road favor. Total is 38. What do you make of the Ravens and the Steelers on Sunday in Pittsburgh? Yeah, very positive injury report for the Ravens today. And I know people typically think of this matchup as like all these AFC North games are close. Mike Tomlin, home dog. They're going to find a way. But I think this is the time where they're not going to find a way. The Steelers are just really bad offensively. They have a horrible OC. Like you go back to the home dog win against the Cleveland Browns in week two. They did absolutely nothing other than generate defensive touchdowns in that game. I just don't think you can rely on that. If you also go back and look at this series, the last three games the Steelers have played against the Ravens were not Lamar Jackson. That's important when people are like, oh, they only play close games. There have been a couple of blowouts with Lamar Jackson in that stretch as well. So I think that I like the Ravens here. I, I mean, listen, you, there's some speculation. You're going to have to bet in like the injury report working out in their favor. But I do think this number is going to go up because you have their wide receivers practicing, Marlon Humphrey practice, Marcus Williams was a couple full practices last week and they held him out. This is where I think we're finally going to see the, the full complement of this Ravens team. And I think there's just a, a huge difference between these two squads. Right, we had really interesting line movement. You know, we do It Moved every Wednesday, talk about some of the line moves in NFL games. Wasn't really expecting Patrick Mahomes to get bet against this week against the Minnesota Vikings, but that's what's happened. Uh, the Chiefs were, you know, four and a half, five in this game uh, on the road in Minnesota. Obviously, he got bet against on Sunday night against the Jets, too. To be fair, the Jets took a lot of money in that game, got down to like seven and a half. So two straight weeks. Nobody wants Mahomes. Uh, Chiefs down to a four-point favorite on the road, total 52 and a half. What about this game? 
So there are some four and a halfs out there. I know BetMGM is listing a four, and I would recommend people bet at BetMGM. It's a solid sports book regardless, but do your line shopping. The and king. the four and a halfs, I think, are the king of sports books. And the four and a half um, is, is, is integral here, in my opinion. I like the Vikings in this game. I think like we've gone full circle on the Vikings to where they were like super overvalued last year for a long time. People caught up to that, like in market. And, the, you know, people understand that they were winning lucky games. Now they are mostly getting very unlucky. They're seventh in adjusted success rate on offense, 20th in adjusted EPA. And that's because they turned the ball over a million times. A lot of those, like a lot of the EPA they've lost as well has been in the red zone. Just a lot of fluky things that have happened to them. And what do we know about the Vikings? I mean, can you talk about this all the time? There's like profiles of certain teams. They just love to play close games. Like they're so appealing to get when they're above a field goal because the likelihood it's going to come down to the last possession is high against anyone. The Chiefs offense hasn't hit it in stride yet this year. I think they will at some point. This could be the week against the bad defense. They did score a lot on the Chicago Bears. But ultimately, it's just not a well-oiled machine right now. And I think that they're being a little bit overvalued in market as well. So... Uh, give me the four, the four and a half, preferably with the Vikings. Uh, my true number in this game is three and a half. Skull, baby. Skull. Let's go Vikings coming up on Sunday. Uh, Rob, let's talk about your favorite team in the game of the week in the National Football League. And that's the Cowboys visiting the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Now, you know, like we're, for those of us of a certain age yearning for the halcyon days of the 90s when the Cowboys dominated this rivalry against San Francisco, got them a couple times in a couple NFC title games. The Niners did get them and won. Uh, this has recently been a rivalry dominated by San Francisco, bouncing the Cowboys from the playoffs the last couple of years. Jerry Jones saying, like, the road to the Super Bowl goes through San Fran. We'll see how this goes coming up on Sunday. San Francisco, a three-and-a-half-point home favor, total of 45. Uh, how are you betting your favorite team in the best game of the weekend in the National Football League, Robin, Week 5? I haven't decided yet, but I, I will have a wager on this game regardless. So I'm closer to three as a true number, and my total is a little bit higher than the total in market right now, but there's been significant under money. Um, one thing to point out with the Dallas Cowboys this year is that they are scoring at 36% TD rate in the red zone. 36%. That's 30th in the league out of 32 teams. Go back to last year. They were number one in the league. They scored a touchdown in the red zone 71% of the time. Now, things have changed in the offseason. Kellen Moore is gone, and it's McCarthy and Schottenheimer calling the offense this year. Ezekiel Elliott's not there. Some people might argue he's a really good short yardage back. I'm not saying Dallas is going to end being number one in the league in terms of TD percent in the red zone, but the likelihood that there's going to be some positive regression, in my opinion, is extremely high to where there'll be at least a league average team. And despite the struggles in the red zone, they've won three games by 40, 35, and 20 points. So they could look a lot better than they are actually looking right now. But why I particularly like this matchup for them is it's kind of going unnoticed that San Fran has been really bad against the run this season. And success rate-wise, bottom four in the league. If we strip out garbage time, bottom six in the league. They just have not been able to stop the run well. I think that gives Dallas a real chance to keep this game close. I do think San Fran is going to score. Dallas's defense a little bit overrated by virtue of generating turnovers. Uh, without Diggs there, there's definitely a drop-off to Deron Bland, even though he had a big game last week. So we look back to the playoff game last year, 19-12. We're thinking all defense. I actually think both offenses have the advantage in this matchup. So I'll probably do some sort of split in this game where I play a half unit on the Cowboys three and a half and a half unit on the total. Uh, but I'm going to wait a little bit on the total because I'm not convinced that we're we're done going down yet. 
Rob, about 30 seconds to go here. Why don't we hit Monday Night Football real quick? Packers, about a one-point favorite, so a little bit of money on Vegas in the last 24 hours. Packers by one, total 44 and a half. Any bets here again in about 30 seconds, please? I like the Packers, and I'm just... Alexander practicing for them yesterday. Very big. You can come back and cover Devontae Adams. Think highly of the Raiders, guys. The Raiders are really let's uh let's 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 do this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like the connection is not stable with Rob. We'll we'll wrap we'll wrap the segment up here. Rob is the absolute best. Just like make sure you follow yes. Rob on Twitter at Rob Pizzola, and he likes the Packers. Uh, circles yeah. and he likes the Packers. Circles office a sports betting podcast and check out the Hammer on Twitter at the Hammer HQ. Rob does a lot of videos. If you want his full explanation, you can check those out. But Rob will be on the Green Bay Packers coming up on Monday night. We didn't get the full the full analysis there, but Rob said he likes the Packers on Monday night yeah. against the Raiders. Okay. Uh, Rob's awesome, and Brian Baldinger's awesome, and Baldy will join us coming up next. Will Brinson still to come talking National Football League? Eric Eager will join us next hour, and Tim Brando will join us next hour as well. As Ken said uh, while Rob was on, the Texas Rangers now a 4 nothing lead over Tampa. I'm yes. telling you. Bruce Bochy, large head. Bullpen session maybe, today. Maybe get Max maybe, against Baltimore. Maybe Mad Max. Mad Max. Oh, Ooh. God. Rage. Rangers at an underdog price against the Orioles. Please, God, please. Uh, Brian Baldinger will join us on the other side, giving us all his picks, analysis, week five in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.